0: Around the world, by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are welcome to Face to Face broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Take it up and the face around the world, by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of
1: Jesus. And let the people of God say loud amen, amen. and help me appreciate readings of readings. Please be seated. Glory to God. This is not a teaching service. It is important to know that God does not do the same thing all the time. In the Old Testament, even in Ecclesiastes, he said there is a time to laugh and a time to cry. A time to mourn. And a time to rejoice. And it explained different times for different things. Today, I'll be speaking the mind of God to you. I'll be communicating the heartbeats of the Father. For the now. There's something about the scripture. There's something about what Jesus Christ had done in his death, burial, and resurrection. And there's something about what the Spirit of God is doing now because of what Jesus had done. Hallelujah. It is the Holy Spirit that makes something that happened 2,000 years ago tangible today. Real now. We thank God for the Holy Scriptures. I want to sing a song. And I will just take the chorus of the song. And then the spirit of prophecy will take over. The title of the message today is The Spirit of Prophecy. (laughs) Lift your hand toward heaven. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O my soul. Worship His holy name. Let the Spirit of God rest upon you.
2: your hearts for his words today. He-
1: in Christ Jesus you supposed to hear the voice of God as a matter of fact being born again the Bible said except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom so being born again gives you the ability to see and hear But there is a gift of seeing and hearing. This is besides just being born again. There is a configuration of a man's spirit by the Holy Ghost. That makes it possible for hearing and seeing to happen without much effort. The only way the prophetic can be taught is that first, it had been given. If it had not been given, it can't be taught. It has to be given. Jesus had answered when they came to ask him about John the Baptist. He said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. 1988
2: I was in my classroom
1: with my friend I was in secondary school and I turned to him and I said this is what I will be in the future I'll be preaching the gospel and I said you'll be in politics two of us are doing exactly what I told him in nineteen eighty eight. I was out just before the dust not it was not this year, while there was still movements. My wife and some other person, I can't remember one some other person or persons were with me in a restaurant and then a politician walked in with a group of his entourage and stopped. I sa ah. we greeted They did, maybe you know, I knew him, and he said, This is the man that prophesied to me in 1988. We were in school, and he told me this is where I will be. I didn't know all the scriptures at that time, it was a gift, amen. today as the word comes to you there will be repairs there are certain things that have been broken certain things that have fallen apart as the word comes there will be repairs I receive I receive that locked in the holy scriptures are all the possible models and examples of human challenges that could ever occur in time I'll say that again locked in the holy scriptures are all the possible models and examples of human challenges that can happen in time to man it means that there is no human experience that is not captured in the holy scriptures that's why it's a prophetic book and now but the scriptures don't just capture possible human challenges it also captures the answers amen and the solutions are you getting what i'm saying Now, what the Holy Spirit helps us do when we're studying the Scriptures is to help us connect the story, the experience in Scripture that actually interprets the experience we're having in time. Hello. And then show us the answer. Then you say, I got a revelation. Oh, I was reading the book of Job. And then a business idea came. Because every possible challenge you can ever have is captured in scripture. So, that's why we spend time praying in tongues. When you're praying in tongues and praying in tongues, then you start studying the scriptures. And you start reading scriptures. Two things happen. One, sometimes you're praying in tongues. Scriptures that you've read before, the Holy Ghost brings them to your remembrance. Amen. At other times, He will show you a new scripture. Hallelujah. Or He will lead you to hear a message. Glory to God. And then you will now see how that experience in Nehemiah is exactly what is happening in your office right now. And exactly what Nehemiah did is what you should do. It's not everything that solves every problem. Did you hear me? There are certain doors that there is only one key that can open it. Amen. Amen. And you have to get the right key. Am I communicating? Yeah. If Moses stood in front of the Red Sea and shouted, "My father, my father, the horsemen of Israel and the, uh, the child of Israel and the horsemen thereof," it will not pass. If he has stood in front of the Red Sea and said, "Lazarus, come forth," it won't pass. The instruction was stretch forth your rod. Are you with me? Someone else can be in a situation in the year 2020. And then what you are going through is exactly like a Red Sea situation. And at that moment, the Holy Ghost is prompting you, hey, there is a rod I gave to you when you started this job. Amen. Stretch it now. And then, as it parted for Moses, it will part for you. Let me open with Hosea chapter twelve, verse thirteen. In Hosea twelve thirteen, we see where the scripture says something very powerful. It says, "By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt." Then he says, "And by a prophet was he, that Israel preserved." We see two roles that the prophetic had to fulfill for one nation. Glory to God! First is the bringing out. Ever say bringing out? He he had to bring. Israel out of Egypt It meant that Israel Couldn't come out of Egypt By by themselves So It took the prophets Standing in his office To see destiny Fulfilled for Israel To come out of Egypt There is someone here That is coming out of his own Egypt Now when you hear Egypt The first thing that comes to your mind Is sin, no Egypt was not seen to Israel. I want to make you understand that you can be in that very situation right now. And this meeting is going to bring you out. First of all, understand... Egypt... God was the one that took the children of Israel into Egypt. They didn't go there by themselves. Are you listening to me? They didn't go there by themselves... Israel didn't wake up and go to Egypt. So, Egypt had a role in the destiny of Israel. Egypt was a preserver of Israel's destiny. Egypt had a role to fulfill in the destiny of Israel. So, Israel had to go into Egypt. But now... That role had a time span. Amen. Are we together? Long before Israel and the person of Jacob was born, God already told Abraham that your descendants will spend four generations, four hundred years. So they knew something like that was going to happen. It was in their prophetic path. It was what in their prophetic path that means destiny. It was they were supposed to be in Egypt. There was a phase for them in Egypt. But now why did a prophet have to come and be involved to bring them out? The reason is this as Egypt, Egypt is symbolic of refuge. I will say refuge. A place of refuge. Some of you, God led you to a refuge. But that refuge, when it extends beyond its time, becomes bondage. But now, they couldn't come out of where God brought them in. Glory to God. Did you hear me? So, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. There are some of you, there is a next, there is a next. You know, there are certain things that you started, glory to God. You entered into, God was the one that led you there. But it was transitory, glory to God. But now, it's so difficult to enter the new level. It's so, listen to me. Egypt is just a phase. It's not the promised land. The promised land is the inheritance. There is the main thing that God wanted to do, was to bring them into their inheritance, to the land of milk and honey. But now Egypt won't let them be. Glory to God. There was oppression in Egypt. There's some of you that are in the will of God, but you're no more happy. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? All right. See, it, it, it was God that led them there. and so the only way out is that a prophetic word has to come because there's something about egypt there's something about the way the the city and the the, the nation is designed
2: <laughs>
1: it took the prophet that could speak the judgments of god and bring plagues upon Egypt. The Bible said in another translation, in another scripture, it said, By a mighty hand. Amen. Today, you are coming out by a mighty hand. Out of Egypt, it's not, listen, listen, maybe I should give you, I should give you a better perspective so you understand. Many things in the Old Testament are symbolic. Amen. Symbolic. In Matthew chapter 2, we should read from verse 13. Amen. Let me show you something, so you understand. You understand. Out of Egypt. In Matthew 2, 13, now this was when Jesus was born, and was still a child. It says, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee where? Into Egypt. It was Jesus. That was... The same way the children of Israel had to be kept in Egypt, Amen, to be preserved. Now Jesus, Amen, had to go to Egypt to be preserved so that Herod would not kill him, Amen. amen. If he said, "Oh, I won't go into Egypt," he will die, Amen. So he said, "And and and be thou there until until how until until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. That means that as I sent you there, there is a word that will bring you, that will bring you out of that place. If I don't bring you that word, and you try to come out on your own, you will lose something. I said, and
2: I will bring thee word.
1: Today, he's bringing you word. He's bringing you word. He's bringing you word yes. by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Sometimes a prophet doesn't have to speak English. All he has to say is, "Now, the word "now" from a prophet is fatter than a dictionary.
2: Did you hear me?
0: Now,
1: when he says "now." Heaven sets the clock. He performed the counsel of his messengers. And for someone here today, I'm saying now. For someone listening to me, I'm saying now. (laughs) It means that what would have happened tomorrow, the prophet can say now. And it will be what? Now. Prophets are preservers of men's destinies. And they deliver the future in your today. They can take the future and give it to you now. The future is tangible to the prophetic. Prophetic. Without a prophetic, the future is like vapor. Like smoke in the wind. But when the prophetic shows up, it brings the tangibility of the future into your hand. It delivers it to you. Why would somebody now be sure? Because the future has been delivered to him. I know what I will be in the next ten years. I know how this year will end. Why do you now know it is the prophetic? Amen. Amen. I said it's the prophetic. Let's read further. We're in verse 14 or 15. Matthew 2. Okay. All right. Let's see. 14 now. Go to 14. So, for Herod will seek the child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. You see? He went into Egypt. That was destiny for him. Now, we're not told how long they stayed in Egypt. Look at verse 15. And was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord, of the Lord by the prophet saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. I want to announce to you that Herod is dead. <laughs> Amen.
2: He said he was
1: there until That means there was a reason that that refuge he was brought into that place. There are some people you meet in life it's an Egypt experience. Amen. It has a time limit. (laughs) When you try in the flesh To fulfill the things of the spirits. That's when you enjoy yourself. Don't try to fulfill things of the spirits. By your flesh. Let's read further. I want to read to verse 17 or 18. So, verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wrath and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Did you see that? This is what God was preserving him from. Now verse 17. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophet, by Jeremiah the prophet saying, Go further. There's a point I want to stop. In Ramah was there a voice heard. I think I read 19. And weeping and great mourning Rachel. Weeping for her children. And will not be comforted because they are not. Let's read it together. I want to go. But when Herod was dead. Behold an angel of the Lord. Appeareth in a dream. To Joseph in Egypt. That means time up. Glory to God. Amen. Now, that's how it was supposed to be for the children of Israel. But when it was time up, they couldn't leave. Amen. So, the prophetic had to show up to bring them out by a strong hand. And plagues came upon Egypt until they were released to go. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. All things are possible.
0: Lord, I Believe,
1: Lord, kebranda satia talo paros sebre die
2: ketoso. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe.
1: today. you will not dash your foot against the stone. I hear shoes, I hear feet. God will guard your feet. His word will be a lamp to that feet. And a light on that path. You will not dash your foot against the stone. It means that whenever you raise your feet, it will land exactly at the spot it should land. And then you raise the other feet, it will land exactly where it should land. You had to be here for the Holy Ghost to align you so that your foot will not be dashed against the stone. Then a time will come where the next terrain will require your shoes. And then you will put on shoes. I will give you shoes. The person or the persons that the words are for understand it. Amen. So just relax. And he will give you shoes. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. I am prophesying in chapters. I open the next chapter. And I hear transitions are over. He said, what had been going on in the last few years into 2020 was a transition period. But the transition is over. Let let me use some scriptural illustrations to help you appreciate transitions in all that God does, God walks and there are transitions. There are gaps of time where he introduces the next thing. There was a time that the prophets of old all prophesied and prophesied up until Malachi. Then there was a transition. There were silent years. Then we had the John the Baptist that bridged the gap between that and this. And then Jesus came. Amen. That was a transition. If you study the book of Acts, Acts is made of 28 chapters, all right? Acts from chapter 1 to 7 is the gospel to the Jews. To the Jews. The dominant tribe or race that were ministered to were the Jews. Then there was a transition. Chapter 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Transition. I will come back to what happened in transition. 13. Gospel to the Gentiles. The church now was not just a Jewish church. A Gentile church now. 13 down to 28. Now we start hearing about the Gentiles. Now, in transitions happen. Sometimes the old dies. And the new is born. Did you hear me? Sometimes the old would have to adopt the new pattern. Amen. If you listen to the names that you heard about regularly from Acts 1 to 7, the names from 13 to 28 were different. Amen. A different breed, a different group. What happened in the transition? What happened between chapter 8 to 12? There were major strategic conversions that will affect the body of Christ forever. And so what had happened up until this corona period are major strategic things. Strategic for the kingdom. Amen. For what will happen next. Glory to God. But the Lord told me to announce to you that the transition is over. Amen. Eight to twelve we see key conversions. In chapter 8, the Ethiopian eunuch was saved. Hello. That was a strategic conversion. Hallelujah. Strategic. Why? Because when God talked about the human race in the time of Noah, Noah had three sons. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Every tribe, every race in this world can be traced to these three. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem are the Semites, the Jews. Ham is you and I in Africa. And then Japheth is Europe and North America. Now, God's plan in that transition, chapter 8 to 12, was to ensure that the gospel will get to the, all the other nations of the world. Amen. So there was conversions that were strategic that pointed to Shem, Ham, and Japheth. How do we know? Ethiopia, you know, God saved. That's Ham. That's how the gospel got to Africa. Amen. Amen. Chapter 9. A key, key man called Saul that became Paul, God saved. That's for the Jews. Shame. Amen? Those conversions change the world. There are things that have happened in the transition that will change the world. You he didn't hear me well. The third conversion is chapter 10. Cornelius. Hallelujah. Amen. He was a Roman. Amen. Are you with me? So... That is Japheth. Glory to God. So, these conversions had to happen for the gospel to enter the next level. Listen to me. The gospel has entered the next level for us. Amen. Amen. In the transition, God had done some strategic things. Some we know about, some we will never know about, but the change has already happened. And the Lord told me to announce that stop functioning like we are still in the transition. Start functioning like the transition is over. God is about to do something. No, He is doing it. Amen. He is not about to. He is doing it. Now, on a personal level, there are some of you, I'm announcing also that your transition is over. In this meeting, that is the, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Are you understanding me? Out! So I've come to bring you out into your new space. God has spoken to us that from here and forward, there'll be a new climate. On a personal level, a new climate. Amen. A new climate. Amen. I said a new climate. Amen. <laughs> a new climate.
2: It used to be a very dry area. Now it is still raining in that place. It had never snowed there. Now it is snowing there. It used to be very hot. Now it is cold there. That is a new
1: climate. It means that everything they've predicted and written about, the analysis they did about that place, they have to change it. Are you listening to me? You know that everything that is built here, our Nigerian roads, our bridges, they are built based on our weather. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If it now happens that it starts snowing in Nigeria, do you know we're in trouble? Do you know we're in trouble? Because we didn't design this country for snow. But I want to announce to you that there's a new climate in your life. Amen. Put your hand on your head. And say new climate here. New climate, yes. A new climate here. A new climate, yes. Say it again. The third time a new climate here. New climate, yes. And all around Renaissance assembly is a new climate. Yes. Glory to God. Speak in tongues for a moment. Co praza prato brado brigadier teleske, rabanda kapayuro bohso brigadier telebo brigadier telegadesi, lebende klesu brado kaprato baru brigadio brigadio brigadier telebozo, ratova handa brado imbledi ketsu brigadier teleske, ratova kato brados ketsu brigadier telegadesa. In the name of Jesus, and by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was He preserved. Chapter Three. In Genesis twenty six, verse eighteen, we see something, and Isaac digged again. Let's read it together, please. Want to go? And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. We are the Isaac generation. The Lord said, I should say, honor the labels of the fathers. Honor the labels of the fathers. This generation is redigging the wells of the fathers. You need it. You need it. You need it the chapter opened to me when I heard reach, reach, reach. That's to reach the world. Reach, reach, reach. But that voice was to those that were not doing anything about reaching anybody. and It was, to a, voice, it was a voice to those that love the Lord, are in church, but they are not involved in soul winning. So he was saying to them, reach, Reach, reach. Then a second voice spoke. And then now, that was to me and to others. He said, re-reach, 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 three times. He said to me, the places you've reached, go and reach it again. The job is not finished in those areas. You know, there are certain things we feel, they are no more useful. They are no more necessary, rather. They are no more necessary. They are necessary. You see, one-on-one soul winning will never cease. Amen. We will reach where we had reached before. You know why? It's going to be the last sweep. Amen. Are you hearing me? The last sweep. I want to say this to you. In the month of August, they you would do the most is to share your faith and reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. To those that have never been involved, he's saying, reach, reach, reach. To those of you that were involved, he's saying, re-reach, re-reach, re-reach. And there are pastors. I saw a pastor listening to this message not on the day it was preached and then i'm saying to you you're not watching it on the day that it was preached you're watching it on another day and i see you and i'm saying to you you would have to redig the wells of the fathers there are certain things you would have to do that they did in prayer In consecration, in discipline, and then the same waters they drank, you will drink," says the Spirit of the Lord. One thing about the prophetic, it messes up time. Did you hear me? The prophetic messes up time. That's when you read Revelation, you don't know whether it has happened, to happen, is happening. You don't know. Hello. I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You are reading Revelation. Is it, is, is this is talking about has it happened. And the dragons are so so and so and so. Then you are reading. It's like it's happening the time he was talking. Then it looks like it has happened. Because the prophetic is in eternity. And eternity is a continuous now. You didn't hear me well. Eternity is a continuous now. So, I remember, I shared this, in. I, I, I tried to scribble it in a write-up about 20 years. How that in 1990, I was reading the book of Jeremiah 1, and then as I was reading it, boom! I started hearing. And then I heard the voice of God. But when the voice spoke to me, I was hearing past tense and future tense. Are you understanding me? I was hearing... <coughs> Yesterday and tomorrow. Glory to God. I don't know how to explain it to you. Why did I even say this? Okay. For the pastor. Yeah. It's not everything that we see that we say. But that that word is for you. Glory to God. Lift your voice in other tongues. We're coming to the close of this. Just lift your voice in other tongues. Thank you, Lord. I will speak as I'm commanded. Amen. Lamanda Le mendeklarasi ubre gadir tele skpler talabaya, lamanda Kapaya bobre gadir ubre ramanda kapayala basholobobre gadir ubre gadir tele bos ubre Bahanda kepledul bahanda bashalabaya, Kaya bahanda brados dos kepledo bre gadir tele, lengkbrando kopyagado bre gadir tele kobra dakata kato bre Praying other tongues, le manda da kaya brigadier, tele brigadier la manda la bakato bom brigado Brigadoso. la manda prando brando bragudos, brigado Brigadoso. la man la bakato broro bragudoso, le brando bragudos, brigadier te, le man brigado brigadier Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb
0: upon the throne, who reigns forever.
1: May help come to you this week. For my eyes have seen the King. May the hand of God's help show up for you this week. Show up for you this week. Today, tomorrow,
2: show up for you in the name of Jesus. For oh. my eyes have seen
0: There are
1: economic empowerments that are coming to people before the close of this year that will reposition them to do things they couldn't do for God before. economic empowerment for my eyes have seen the Someone will call instant miracles. Where someone's financial destiny was altered in 24 hours. In 24 hours. I some of you know the story of that brother years ago, who was still at OJ Maroney at that time. And then I called him and some others, I sat them down. And I said, then we wanted to pay for the place. And I said, um, how many of you like to pay for the place? And they said, they we're going to pay. So I said, what, what do you want God to do for you? Some people don't like that kind of talk. Prophets ask people, what do you want God to do for you? Prophets ask. Amen. A man honored me in Abuja. And, you know, he honored me so well. And he... I, I, he didn't owe me anything. He didn't owe me anything. You know, so I was pacing. He put me in a hotel. Da, 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 da. It was not his responsibility. You know? So I was pacing and I, I was just praying. Then I turned and I said, What do you want? Amen. <laughs> what you, because there's nothing material I can give him. But but there is matter I can transmit. Are you understanding me? So I said, what, "What do you want?" So we ask, "What do you want?" I've asked people that several times. What do you want? Oh, well, some are not smart to know what you're asking. You understand? that? Some are not smart to know what you're asking. So another man of God was there that day. Then when I first asked, he didn't understand it. So he said, ah, I, I'm, just, I'm not inside, not inside. So the pastor said, Hey, I've known this man, but he has not asked me. <laughs> See, he has never asked me what I want. So he understood what it was. Let me leave that testimony. So I asked this brother at OJ Marin, I said, What do you want? He said, There's a contract. I don't know if I mentioned, mentioned the government agency, you know, and um, it's just been locked down. And um, I, I don't know what to do again. I said, okay, we prayed. I said, it's released. I'm telling you, it was on Sunday after church. On Monday, he went to just check. Most Quite a number of people know the testimony. He went to check. I can't, uh, maybe for sake of this, I won't mention the agency, he went to check, just like where you go and check. They say, no, you know, in Nigerian English, you say, sign Sinan or something. When he got there, it was the boss himself he met. We call it the boss man, Yes, <laughs> the boss himself he met. Ah, what's happening? He said, no, I, I came to check. He said, they, they've not, uh, I've released this thing since now, I've been okay. he said, no, follow me. The guy took him to his office, behind his chair. That's why I cannot even mention the ages. 16 million. Eh? 40. 14. So okay, 14 million. 14 million. My wife is correcting the number. 14 million. They picked it from the ground and gave you. This was many years ago. Um, 2006 or 2007. The next Sunday, I saw some boys, some guys in church I don't know. So I asked, Who are these people? He said, My friends, I told them a to testimony. A lot of them have contracts. <laughs> One, I was praying for him. I was holding his hand. He took my hand and put it on his head. <laughs> that, that should touch the right place. For my eyes have seen
0: the king. The of the floor, who
1: Waves of fever
2: For my eyes have seen
0: Waves of paper, waves
2: of paper, waves of paper. Waves are coming. This week the first wave will roll over. The first wave is rolling over this week. Upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, in the name of Jesus. Waves of favor. That wave this week is the preparatory wave. August in the day. Favor will hit you. Left, right, and center. The waves will be unending. In the name of Jesus Christ. Shout waves of favor.
1: in tongues for a moment.
2: Wherever you are, let the power of God begin to address your needs. Let the power of the Holy Ghost begin to address your Power of God begin to address your concerns. In your office at home. Let the power of God begin to address your concerns. In the name of Jesus.
1: Things are shifting at home. Things are being addressed in your hometown things are being addressed in the headquarters place. There are some of you that you need to something has to happen at headquarters and I'm announcing to you that this wave is affecting something at the headquarters. There
2: are some of you the, 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 the decision has to be made in the capital in the capital city in the capital This wave is affecting something in the capital city. There's
1: one thing we're going to do together. You're going to pray in tongues intensively for about two minutes. That you will shout favor. Are you listening to me? You will shout favor, and favor will embrace you. You do hear me? Favor will embrace you.
2: Are you ready? Speak in tongues, pray in tongues. Two minutes. Let me declare to you, Lord, I'm Let me declare you, Lord, I'm breaking down, breaking down, breaking down, breaking Let me i La banca de la mano de la gente, la I'm going to shout
0: favor
1: soon. There are seven things that will happen here. Listen, before between now and the end of this year, there will be miraculous visas. In our midst, visa approvals. Visas granted. There will be mind-blowing contracts. Mind blowing contracts. There'll be marriages. There'll be supernatural conceptions. Are you, are you with me? Listen, some of you here, there will be unexplainable promotions. Unexplainable promotions. Then, you are going to have associations and networks with value, great value. Are you with me? I said associations, networks with great value. They're coming with great value. Great value. And then there will be exploits. You will do big things in an easy way. <laughs> are you ready to shout that favor now? I want you to know the seven things that the favor is bringing into your life. Now, go back and listen to the message. Amen. Go on Facebook, whatever, listen to the message again. Are you ready? This favor, let it come from your soul. We are going to shout to once. When you shout favor, you just shout. Are you understanding me? One. Now, what is coming upon you is what you are shouting. As you shout, favor will embrace you. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Let, let me, I, I, you know, as a message, I preach, one. Well, some of you didn't understand it. I said the elevations of God are not one, two, three. I've, t- I've said it many times. I've preached it in ma- for oh, close to 20 years. I've been preaching it. Elevations of God are not one, two, three. They are one, a level, 25. <laughs> so when they tell you your next level, If you are at one, don't think it's two. Don't think it's two. Don't think it's two. When God says, your next level, you are at two. Don't think the next level is three. You might be at two, the next level could be 15. Amen. So this favor you are shouting now, it will embrace you. You will see elevations. God kind of elevations. Are you ready to shout that shout? If you have children here, younger ones, teenagers, shout that shout to some of you to it will bring you to scholarships. It will bring you to scholarships. You stop, there are some children here, you'll be in scholarships till you stop going to school. Until you say you don't want to go. Anytime you say you want to go to school, a scholarship will open. And anytime, any, any kind of academic endeavor, a scholarship will open for you. So when you are shouting, shout with understanding. Are you ready? What's the thing you want to shout?
0: Shout, Father! Oh, glory! Oh, glory! 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 Hallelujah!
2: Hallelujah! Glory! Fever has embraced you Fever has embraced you Fever has embraced you Celebrate Rejoice
1: your hands and just thank him thank him that you were part of this meeting today thank him everywhere thank him everywhere we give you praise we give you praise we bless your name we magnify you just sing a song of thanksgiving to God we we'll sing it maybe twice or so and then I will pray and we close. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. <laughs> favor has embraced me. So, favor has embraced me. Oh, I don't know about you, but favor has embraced me. I, I smell like favor. glory to God sing that song glory to God
0: thank you for listening to this message if you have been blessed you can reach us by email on info at org or call us on 234-806-361-3560 you are big, blessed, and noted.